Welcome in to another episode of the Mississippi Salute Podcast. I am your host, Ray Coleman. I serve as the Director of Communications for Mississippi VA, and I thank you so much for joining us here. Um, today, have a very special guest, um, one of our board members, one of our board members here at the Mississippi Veterans Affairs Board. Um, he is none other than Brigadier General George Irvin Sr., a United States veteran of the United States Army. Uh, sir, first and foremost, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, thank, you for, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very excited uh, to have you on. Uh, I want to talk about a couple of different things, but before we uh, dive into your mission and your service to our veterans here without, you know, through our system and mission, I want to talk to you about your individual military service to our state, to our nation. Uh, give folks an idea of, of where you served, how you served in our United States military. Yeah. Um, when I was uh, in, a senior in college at Alcorn State University, um, I had a college deferment in 1971 when I graduated. And um, in the second semester of my senior year, I got a, got the draft letter. <laughs> you know, uh, people often say, you know, I got the letter and it says, yep, but I, I literally got a letter that says you are, you are, in, you are to report to the uh, induction station to be enlisted into the United States Army. So uh, I enlisted. I went on and enlisted uh, um, on April 1st, uh, 1971. And um, I served in the um, 155th uh, Company A in Tylertown, Mississippi. Uh, that was my, uh, my first assignment. And I served there uh, as an enlisted person for uh, six years, made staff sergeant. And uh, I decided that I liked it and wanted to stay in. And uh, I um, went to OCS, went to the state uh, Mississippi Military Academy mm -hmm. and was a, um, appointed second lieutenant in 1978 after completing the, the one-year academy. Yeah, yeah. Um, as a young man, you, you get that draft letter. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine the, the thoughts, the emotions that go through your mind. Uh, what was your initial reaction, if you can remember, when, when you saw that letter and it says, you, sir, are to report to said location? Well, you know, actually, I expected it because uh, it was at the it was during the Vietnam War. Yeah. Uh, I did not go to Vietnam, but it was uh, in the Vietnam era. And in 1971, as you recall, uh, they start pulling out of Vietnam, um, and so I was expecting it and was prepared for it, really. Uh, so I um, joined and um, and enjoyed it. And so you talked about um, you became an officer. Mm -hmm. um, which obviously, you know, put you in a position to be leader of men and women in Absolutely. our United States Armed Forces. What does that mean to you to be a, to be a leader of men and women, um, teaching them the way in our United States Armed Forces? It, it, it meant a lot. Um, I um, actually, um, um, my first assignment was a platoon leader, and right out of the shoot, right after graduation and commissioning ceremony, uh, I was assigned as a platoon leader, more a platoon leader. And, um, and the rest is history. I uh, served there in that unit for um, six years, and I uh, decided I wanted to become a pilot. So I, I uh, went to, um, through the uh, process to becoming a pilot and was accepted and, and uh, graduated from pilot training helicopter school in 1980. Yeah. Uh, and was assigned to the unit in Jackson, Mississippi. The one It's now the... Um, 155 Brigade, but at that time it was the Aviation uh, uh, Aviation Brigade. And I served there throughout my career um, and commanded, uh, held every staff job that was 
uh, to be held and I commanded at every level, and, uh, including up to the rank of uh, full colonel. Um, so it was a great opportunity and um, I would do it all over again. What are, your, some, what are some of your fondest memories when you talk about serving? Is it perhaps the places you've been, the people you've met, uh, maybe a collection of both? Give me some of your most fondest experience. Well, uh, I think it's more, it's the people that I met, uh, the young men and women uh, that I had the opportunity to serve with and to, um, to uh, command and to take care of, to include uh, their family. Um, so uh, the 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 uh, locations, you know, that comes naturally. But I think the most important part is the, uh, the young men and women that that uh, we we command and and, um, and serve in this nation. It's it's absolutely an honor to to have taken care of those those individuals. So, how many years total did you serve in our in our United States Armed Forces, and when did you retire? Um, I served uh, thirty seven years. Wow, uh, thirty seven years. Um, Seven of which was uh, enlisted because OCS is a year, so six years plus one year um, OCS Mm -hmm. and then 30 years commission. Mm -hmm. So 37 years uh, total. You retire. Um, I know you to be a a successful businessman. I would would surely believe that your years in the United States military, the things you learned helped set you up for success in your post um, military life. Kind of kind of talk me through that. Yeah, actually, um, I often. Uh, when I recruited for the military, um, and commanders always recruiting yeah. at the at the grocery store, of course, and the young man is a uh, woman is a uh, woman is checking you out. You know, you you always recruiting, and I did that. So, um, but I also had a civilian job, um, a um, federal service job, mm. and those jobs, the, the military and the federal service actually complemented each other, um, and uh, the military made me a better um, manager and. Um, a director as a, in civilian life, and my civilian um, career made me a better officer because both were in leadership positions. So, so, um, uh, and of course, now that I'm retired, I retired in 2009. Um, um, you know, it just prepared me for. I do it all over again. It prepared me for life in general. Um, and I had um, si- uh, siblings that followed. I, I actually have. Um, Three, four siblings that are military as well. Yeah. Army, Air Force. My son went to the Air Force Academy. He was military for 20 years. So, uh, so it's just in our blood. And incidentally, my father was uh, in the Army Air Corps. Wow. He was in Army, Army Air Corps uh, as a truck driver. Yeah. So, uh, military history, family. In the DNA, yes, sir. In the DNA for sure. Um, you have served on our board four years? Uh, a little over four years. A little, a little over four uh, years. Four and a half years. Mm-hmm. Why was that important to you, um, for you to be here on the Mississippi Veterans Affairs Board um, to serve veterans even more so? Um, I look at it in terms of, yes, you have led men and women, but now we're talking about veterans who have gone on and served their country, and now we have, you know, the mission of serving them, not just in our veterans' home and as our cemeteries, but their dependents, right, uh, their families, to make sure that they are set up for the long haul. Why was that so important to you? Uh, very important. Um out of all of the different positions and jobs that I've held in my lifetime, uh, serving on the Mississippi Veterans Affairs Board um, is at the top. Um, it give it, it gave me an opportunity, or it gives me an opportunity to continue to serve and take care of those that have um, have given the uh, given their service to this nation. And I, I think that um, um, any, anybody um, that 
give their time and their effort and certainly their life, uh, their families deserve um, the best. And having ha- had an opportunity to serve on this board has been been uh, right at the top of my 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 um, agenda and the top of my success and, and happiness. I know you to be a man um, that is willing to share any and all of the knowledge that you've gained, um, whether you be veteran or civilian like myself. Um, why is that important to you? Why is that piece so important to you to share the knowledge that has made you um, as successful as you are today? Well, um, you know, it um, is very, very important. Um, there, there is, you know, with, you know, the, the young people are our future, uh, future this this nation, and um, if I can do one thing to help one individual, uh, one veteran, uh, one uh, get one individual, young individual into the military to serve, uh, I feel like that uh, I'm continuing to, to help uh, this nation. Actually, uh, I am one that think that every American, everybody <clears throat> citizen should have uh, serve in some type of um, service, whether it's the military, uh, whether it's the uh, some type of national service, sure. uh, Peace Corps, um, because it 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 actually help mold your direction uh, that you're you're going in your life. Sure. So, uh, yeah, awesome, awesome. Well, my last question <clears throat> is always the always the hardest for my for my guests, simply because it's such a vague question. Is there anything <clears throat> that that I didn't ask you? that you want to make sure is um, is out there that is on record? Any story that you want to share, any fact that you want to give? Um, I always like to give my, my guests an opportunity to kind of close out the show. Well, you know, um, my life has been an open book. Um, transparency, uh, I've um, I've served on um, several um, non-paid boards in my lifetime, um, my career. Um, I've served on committees in church, uh, alumni association, um, military, um, and my civilian job, I was, a, I was a GS 15. Um, and that's, uh, that's a pretty high level yes, sir. In, in government. And, and what I've always practiced, uh, as, and I often think about this when, when, um, I'm, I'm challenging, uh, facing challenging in life. And, and I quote Abraham Lincoln once said that, uh, when you have reached the top, turn, reach down, and pick someone else up. And I have lived by that, uh, and I have tried to do that my entire life. And uh, my pastor used to talk about the three Ps. He'd, he'd have a sermon about the three Ps, and that's uh, um, position, power, position, and prestige. And he used to say that um, that we are no one are put into those positions to help themselves. Though they're, they're put in those positions um, to do what they can for their fellow man or woman. And and that's my motto, and I've lived by that. Awesome. Awesome. I will continue to live by that for the rest of my life. He is Brigadier General George Irvin Sr., um, and we thank you, sir, for taking some time to hang out with us on the Mississippi Salute podcast. Um, folks at home, we appreciate you for listening. As always, any services that you need to know more about, any way that we can help you if you are a veteran or a family member of a veteran, be sure to visit our website, www.msva.ms.gov. If you go there, we always update our services, give you the latest information that could benefit you and or your family. Uh, check us out on social media as well, Facebook at MS Veterans Affairs. You can find us there on Facebook, on Twitter at MS Vet 
Affairs, MS Vet Affairs, and on Instagram, MS Veterans Affairs. Always sending you the most recent and up-to-date information, not just from our agency, but from our partners on the state, federal, and local levels. Just trying to do our best to make sure that you have what you need. You've earned it. We want to make sure that you have access to it. All right, so that wraps up another episode. Um, For Brigadier General George Irvin Sr., I am Ray Coleman, Director of Communications for Mississippi Veterans Affairs. Until next time, see you.